Awesome. Josh and I are, <coughs> excuse me, excited about this morning. And as Josh said, the panel's called The War Within. And to elaborate, it's on battling insecurity and finding peace. And so we've got four um, amazing people on our panel this morning. To introduce them to you, we've got Ron Rudder, who's got a, yeah, give him a big hand. He's a jack of many trades this morning from guitar to panel. Um, we've also got uh, Pat Rick Janeway, also jack of many trades, going from AV to the stage. Give him a hand as he comes. We've got Sarah Wonga. Give her a hand as she comes. So I told Sarah this morning that it's good to see she's ready for the origin. New South Wales. <laughs> Blue hair. She's like, no. <laughs> Do you go over Queensland anyway? Your hair looks lovely. I, I shouldn't tease you. Um, and last but not least, we've got Eddie Lee, who's already on stage. Let's give him a hand. So, obviously there's a reason that we've asked these guys to be on the panel and um, they'll share their journey with you. They've all had their own journey, as we all do, I reckon, with overcoming insecurities and finding peace. And I think we all to a degree, uh, battle a war within, um, just especially in our modern day society. You know, our world is chaotic, our life is chaotic. There's a lot of noise around us. And I think it probably takes greater resolve and, um, I don't know, it's a greater battle to be able to actually find that peace within, um, considering that everything else is so noisy. So these guys will tell us a little bit about themselves in a minute, but just um, as way of introduction, I don't want to like steal their thunder, but I did want to say a few things about each of them, um, just so that you could understand a bit more about them, and Josh might add too. Okay, so I've got some notes here, and I'll try not to look at them too much, but we'll start with Ron. Um, Ron's an incredible man, most of us um, here would know that. Um, I know that, yeah, Ronnie... Um, I know that Ron has overcome a lot of battles within himself and perhaps Ron would probably say he's still um, overcoming some battles. But the thing I love about Ron is he doesn't let those battles hold him back. And in fact, he wears his heart on his sleeve and he'll often get up here on a Sunday morning and say, you know, I'm battling this or I'm struggling with this or, you know, this is my weakness. And Ron is so humble and transparent and vulnerable about that. And I love that. And the reason I love it is because he doesn't just stop there and be like, I'm struggling. He actually causes... Um, he allows that to um, drive him deeper into God and deeper into God's strength. And I just think it's such, the message of Ron's life is so refreshing because it encourages us. Yes, we all have weaknesses, but that's why God is strong. And I just think there's such a um, sweet sweetness on Ron's life because he knows that God is strong, I guess, in his weakness. He's a man of great character, of great strength. And um, I'll just go back to my notes in case I... Um, have forgotten anything. Yeah, and he's, he's really got a broken and a contrite and a humble heart. And, and Ron is someone who really does allow God to be God. Ron has laid down his pride, his authentic, his genuine, his real. Um, and most of us here will probably know that Ron is probably harder on himself than the rest of us are. I think we all think Ron's amazing. Um, but he is a man who has had a significant journey and he's going to share that with us soon. So um, in summary... All, everything I just said about Ron, he hasn't allowed the war within himself to hold him back. He's allowed, like, yeah, he just allows it to push him even further into the things of God. I think that's so inspiring. You wanted to say something about Ron too, hun? Um, yeah, I, I love Ron. I reckon he's a, a legend. Not only does he look like Bruce Willis, <laughs> which is one of my favourite actors, but... Bruce um, is taller. 
Yeah. Everyone's Bruce taller. taller. <laughs> I don't know if he is. But, um, but yeah, um, now I forgot what I was saying. Bruce Willis. You love Ron. I love Ron. No, but I, um, I love a lot, everything to do about Ron, but you, you know when Ron's up on stage and he, like some of the best worship times I've ever had is out of when Ron has led us. Yeah. And um, yeah. like I, I'm sure a lot of us Thank can you, say the same. He's just um, um, an amazing man. Oh, water's awesome. Yeah. He's just an amazing man, but he leads out of vulnerability and, and it's such a key um, if we can learn to be vulnerable, like if I could learn to be as vulnerable to him, I know I'll be a, a better person for That's it. Right. And um, yeah. so thank you, Ron, for leading us in that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's about to flip and make me do it again, for goodness sake. There's <laughs> such a courage in it. supposed to be a bloke. Such a courage in Ryan Fail. and his vulnerability. Okay, I'm sure you're willing us to leave, leave off from you now. I mean, move on from you, Ron. Okay, so Eddie, another uh, Eddie is another incredible and inspiring man. Yeah, let's give him a hand. As Josh and I have got to know more about Eddie, um, it's definitely become clear to us that Eddie's journey from childhood until now it hasn't been easy. There's been a lot of um, probably battles and and things that Eddie has had to overcome, and there's probably been a lot of points where Eddie probably could have been broken as a man, I guess, or his identity could have been broken. And I just think he hasn't allowed the hard times to define him and he hasn't allowed that war within, which I'm sure he has battled um, within himself, he hasn't allowed that to define him. And he's um, soft-hearted and he's strong and he's wise and he's kind. And often people who probably have gone through similar things to Eddie would just be a little bit hard towards life. And um, he's not that way at all. Again, he's like Ron, lent into God and uh, allowed God to heal his heart through those things. Um, Sorry, iPhones. I'm just breaking my moment here. Um, Oh, it's your phone, Josh. It's like the screen's bad, eh? Um, Yeah, so um, Eddie hasn't allowed the journey to... uh, let him become bitter or hurt or prickly, but he also doesn't parade around like, you know, I've had all these battles and I'm a hero and do you know what I mean? He's not entitled in any way. He's very unassuming. There's no airs about him. Um, And Eddie's humble. I know he waits on God and has allowed God to work in situations rather than exalting himself or perhaps when there's ridicule, ridicule, it's a a hard thing to actually sit back um, uh, when you know, certain things might be said about you and to not defend yourself, but to allow your life to speak for itself and to allow God to speak for you. And I know that Eddie is very much that way, that there's been things that have gone on in his life and he's just allowed God to work. And I think that shows a great sign of character. Um, He has a lot to offer. If you ever have time to sit down with Eddie uh, and draw the wisdom that he's learnt from his journey out of him, I encourage you to do so and I know your life will be greatly enriched if you are able to do that. As I said, Eddie won't impose himself on anyone but if you draw it out of him, I think you will be greatly blessed by the wisdom on his life but also the grace and courage um, because who knows, we all glean from each other. Okay, all right. So, yeah, it's amazing. The war within Eddie hasn't defined him. Sarah Wanger, um, beautiful friend of mine. She's amazing. The thing I love about Sarah is that... Um, I know she's had a journey um, battling the war within like the rest of us and like the rest on the panel, but she has overcome a lot and she's found peace within herself. And I love about you, Sarah, that you are so, um, there is a peace about you and you're just relaxed in who you are. And I 
know that you don't conform to the pressures of the world around and you know there's a lot of pressures in society and especially as a woman but I can just see within Sarah there's a wholeness and there's just a sense of confidence and peace and I think that as women that's something that we can all learn from and um yeah, it's something that's really inspiring, Sarah. And she, Sarah's also quite intuitive. It's kind of a side note, but she has a really strong... Oh, I didn't let you say something about Eddie. We'll come back to that. Um, she has a strong gut sense on things, and I guess maybe you're just tight with God and God speaks to you. But often, like, for example, we'll be at the park, sitting there, you know, with friends, and Sarah will say something like, where are our kids? Maybe we should go check on them, which is always a good thing to do. But I remember one time she did this particularly, and then she went looking for the kids, and she found both our sons, Knox and Taj, like, waist high in the lake, about to go for a swim, and they couldn't swim. And I just think, thank goodness for Sarah, who just is listening to God, and because she, I think because she's so at peace within herself, she's able to hear from God. And I just think, um, yeah, she's amazing. Um, over to you, Josh, to say anything else that you want to add to Eddie or Sarah. Okay. Um, Eddie, I had my thoughts and then he moved. Hang on, Josh, if, I'm, if he's Bruce Willis, can I be Jackie Chan? <laughs> I prefer Jet Li. Jet Li. Jet Li, or do you prefer Jackie Chan? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, Jackie Chan. So I love Jackie Chan. And they look the same. No. Um, yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. I, I, I love Eddie. On Friday night at youth, this is um, the same things I love about Eddie, but age has no barrier with Eddie. Like, he, he worked, used to work in aged care, and then he came to youth on Friday night and does youth. And I walked into the building, I was doing footy outside, and I come in and here's Eddie playing soccer with the year six and year seven kids, and just as much of a kid as them, but he's able to um, just meet people where they're at, and I reckon that's just a, a special rare gift to have, like, yeah. if you can meet people no matter the age or whatever, like, yeah, that's a huge gift, and so I love that about Eddie. Um, Sarah Waka, uh, Wanga, sorry, um, Wanga. Um, yeah, I reckon, like what Sarah said, you, you are super relaxed in nature and um, you just uh, I know I, lo- I love your kids and, and a reflection of loving your kids for who they are is a reflection on you, both you and Pani on how you are as parents and, um, yes. and I think um, you've got amazing children and they're going to grow up um, just just amazing kids and it's, it's a um, yeah it's a because of the part of what's on yours and the Pani's life what you bring to them, it makes them walk in wholeness and all that. So I love that fact as well. Awesome. I won't go as deep as Sarah. Cool. Um, are we all hanging in there? We don't normally do long introductions, but I just felt to this morning just to honour these guys and um, highlight some things that maybe they wouldn't probably say about themselves. <laughs> um, Pat, um, I know for Pat it hasn't been an easy journey growing up, and Pat has shared before um, in church uh, what a hard time it was for him when his dad left for Europe. And I just think that in itself is a huge battle point for young people, um, to have a father or a mother either walk out on you or just move to a different location where they're not in your life. And I know for Pat, um, whatever battles that may have caused within him, he's found himself and... He is, uh, is a man of peace and he's a man of strength. And I think um, 
he's got obviously an amazing mother and, and stepdad that have helped him along the way. But it's just a credit, I guess, to the fact that Pat's been able to overcome some things that would be not easy to overcome. He's also a man of wisdom. And like Sarah, he doesn't conform. He just who he is, he is who he is. And um, he's part of the next generation, but uh, he doesn't come under the pressure of the next generation. He stands apart from that. And uh, I just think Pat's an inspiring young man. Yeah, and Pat um, is inspiring, but Pat's a, like, he's wise above his years. And I, I remember someone said to me, oh, I, need, I need a mentor in my life. And I said, why don't you go to this person? Oh, no, they need to be older. But seriously, if you want to n- wisdom, like godly wisdom, go and talk to Pat. Like, he, he just comes out at youth meetings and different things in, in life. And he just says these one-liners, and I'm like, where the heck did that come from? Like, that's, it's just incredible. But also, Sarah says Pat is who Pat is, who is who Pat is. He's, he's kind of, like, what you get with Pat is what you get. And I remember going to their house once, knocking on the door, and there's Pat, opens the door, how you going, Josh? Is this in his undies? Kind of thing. And, like, he's not... He's got no shame. He, he just... Pat is who Pat is and... Um, and which... Yeah. I know. He got, he's going a bit red now. They were red undies too. Um, I think they had a few holes. But, um, yeah, I just, I just love the fact that you, you are who you are, Pat, and, like, there's no hiding from who you are. So I reckon that's awesome, especially at your age. Yeah, really definitely. Cool. Yeah. Pat Rick. Okay, now that we've said a little bit about you guys, um, first question for the panel, tell us a bit about yourself, maybe um, your hobbies, your family makeup, whatever you want to say about yourself. Over to you, Ron. Yeah, g'day. Um, uh, so, um, I've been married to Kirsty, 27 years this year. Uh, love my wife and three of my... Shocking, eh? <laughs> Love my kids. I, um, I have three um, young adult children. Um, I work for National Parks and Wildlife Service 22 years this year. I'm a specialist remote firefighter and also a, uh, my main task is bulldozer operator for all the fire trails and that around here. Um, what else? I love surfing. I've got water in my veins. Um, yeah, uh, what else? I love playing guitar. Awesome. Yep. Okay, Ronnie, Eddie. Um, I'm, I'm actually I'm born in Malaysia. People think I'm born here. It's really weird, isn't it? I mean, look at me. You know, people think I look like Luke Nguyen you know, from SBS, but I'm not. So I was born in Malaysia, came out here during the Gough Whitlam days. You remember Gough? He got us out here. So, yeah, um, so I was, went to school in Melbourne, grew up high school, did all that through there, and became a graphic designer. So that was my first trade. So, yeah. Awesome. Sarah. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm Sarah, and I'm married to Lapani, the guy down in the front. And we have four kids and one in my belly, if nobody knew that. <laughs> and I'm in my 20s. <laughs> Um, and mm, what do I love to do? Spend time with my husband, my kids. What? Oh, yeah, online I like shopping. to online shop. I'm actually really good at it. <laughs> um, and I love being by the ocean. I don't surf, but I like just... It's very relaxing and peaceful. 
Definitely. Hi, uh, I'm Pat. Single, single. Um, <laughs> uh, and available. I enjoy, uh, you know, going to the beach, average things, walking around town, um, <laughs> drawing. You like butter chicken. Well, I like butter chicken, it's quite nice. Um, walking around house of Mondays, you know, it's everyday things. Um, yeah, at school, year 11 at the moment. And I, yeah. Covered it all. Okay, next question. Your favourite food? That's just so easy for me. It's not funny. Anything that my wife cooks. Oh. I'm serious. It's not a suck up. When I go away for work for two weeks, I can't. I'm just going. I'm just uh, hanging for some real food. I've had She's an amazing cook. The I've daughters had are following food. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah so the daughters yeah. are following suit. I'm a blessed man. I've just got to come in all directions. I know. Thank you, Lord. Happy life. Um, Eddie. Favourite food, being Luke Nguyen here. Um, definitely Malay, Malay Nonya style cooking. And um, we're wondering what that is. That's a fusion of Malay, Chinese, Indian, Indonesian. You know, all the dumplings, the laksas, you know, the sambals. So sweet, salty, sour, all that, all in one package. But if it was my last meal on earth, dead men walking, it will be a baked dinner for sure. Yeah, Classic I love baked, baked dinner. Share. Lebanese food. Mm, I always yum. thought I'd marry a Lebanese guy. So his mother, a mum, his mum could teach me how to cook, but I'm married an Islander. Sorry. <laughs> He's not bad. Ahmed Pani. I've got to go with a nice beef fillet, very limited fat, uh, salted, salt and pepper, medium rare. No sauce, just, just plain. Just, just eat the steak. Just meat. Just eat it, yeah. Nice, juicy, ju the blood comes out a little bit, medium, oh, so good. Okay, continuing on the get to know you questions, favourite movie and why? Okay, I've got two I was thinking of. I wish Ruby was here because she'd get it straight away. I've watched it 13 times, Hot Rod. I just flipping love that movie. I could watch it again and again. I just love that movie so much. Anyway. But, however... Trying to sound spiritual, no. Nah, so that is definitely my favourite movie. That and Nacho Libre. However, <laughs> Blindside is, is fantastic. I love the Blindside. The reason I... Uh, Kirsty and I see a lot of movies, and we were talking about it on the way to church. It's like, you don't remember so many of them, but the Blindside just stuck out. And I, I love the fact that how that lady uh, fought for that young man. And, uh, yeah, it just resonated with me. And I, yeah, so I love that movie. Yeah, it's But beautiful. Hot Rod's really cool. I'm, gonna watch, I'm actually going to watch it again. I've just started two months leave and I'm going to watch Hot Rod again because there's just so many good one-liners in it. <laughs> That's a good one. I was going to say Shanghai Nights because we have Owen Wilson behind us somewhere there. Yep, Owen Wilson, <laughs> Shanghai Nights. But no, my favourite movie is definitely Forrest Gump. Any Forrest Gump fans out there? He's an absolute legend, and um, yeah, I can relate to that. I mean, um, working in aged care, you know, like you look after the oldies, but some of them want to die, and they want to be left alone to die. But if you see that scene where he goes back for the captain, leave me to die, he got him out. And that's exactly what I did once. I actually got the guy out. So 
Yeah, so it's a powerful movie and has so much, even though you, know, you think it's daggy or funny, but so much in that movie, I can see it again and again. So. Wow, yeah, powerful. Um, I don't really watch, well, I do watch movies, but I always fall asleep, like when there's 30 minutes to go. So, <laughs> But I really love, it's not a movie, so I hope that's all right, um, Call the Midwife. Yeah. yeah, I love that show. I've seen it like twice and I'm watching it again. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I love Hi. everything with babies. I've got two. Um, the Martian, number one. So good. Um, it's just just good movie. Science and all that. And my second one would be The Way Way Back. It's a... It's very... I don't know. I don't think it was that popular, but it's really good. It's just about a teenager who went on a summer vacation and I don't know, it's, it was really awkward. Uh, it was just a really good movie. So yeah, What's check it, it out. Called? What's it called? The Way Way Back. Oh, I thought you were saying it's from Way Way Back. Okay, no, cool. No. Awesome. All right, so we're going from one level of um, discussion to another um, into the deeper level of discussion. Have you ever battled insecurity or your life, um, in your life? Sorry, And if you have, tell us what that was like or what you battled in particularly. Ron? Yeah, I've always battled with self-esteem and confidence. And um, which is kind of funny because people see you lead worship or something like that and... Um, they just think you, you know, you, you can do that in front of people and stuff like that. But um, that's, uh, that's a constant battle. Mm. And um, particularly I found as I get older, um, I've dropped a few things at, at work um, that I used to do. Not because I'm not fit, but um, common sense says the longer you do it, the better chance you've got to die. And, mm. um, uh, yeah, so self-esteem. Kirsty's been a great help with that again. Like she, she um, knows when to snap me out of it. But um, yeah, I've definitely had periods of black dog, yeah, and um, and just yeah, just depression, I guess, like that. Um, uh, yeah, is that all? Yeah, just yeah, it's good. Thanks, yeah. Ron. Yeah, thanks for sharing, Eddie. Oh, I think it goes back. Mum would probably vouch for this. You know, coming from Malaysia, um, I'll probably be the only Asian kid in like an all-white school. It was hard. It was really hard to adjust where I fit in, how I looked. Um, I've never experienced, I've never seen blonde hair or blue eyes. It freaked me out. And it, I mean, look, look who I'm married to now. How weird, you know? Yeah. Like, man, blonde hair, yeah. Um, it was hard. It was hard fitting in, you know, like um, just knowing that I, do I belong here? Do I, I don't belong here? So it was really hard and, you know, I guess had, I had no father figure as well. Dad left when I was in year 10. So growing up without that, you know, when you really need dad, when you need that advice, um, there was nothing there. That, so, yeah, I, I, I struggled right through my early, early childhood to find out who I am and um, still question that some days. You sort of wake up, like, I guess we all do. So, yeah. And when you are at school um, in those days, there was... Ridicule, wasn't there, Eddie, from kids around you and you'd be called names and all sorts of things, yeah? Like, so it wasn't just you feeling out of place, but there was others who didn't help that process, yeah? Mm, that's right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You know, there was a lot of, like, I guess, face. I went through the whole, you know, the racism thing. I still do, you know, at mm. times, you know, the whole racist sort of racism stuff. And, yeah, and it is, it is, it is a constant battle. It is, it's hard, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. Thanks, Eddie. See ya. Um, I think for me... Especially while growing up, even now sometimes it's different degree now, um, is not being good enough, and um, 
that's probably like that for a lot of people. But um, I think I struggled with um, depression growing up and just a lot of insecurities and... Um, but that was my main one, not being good enough. And even now as a mum and as a wife, sometimes I feel like I'm not good enough for yeah. the party or a good enough mum to my kids. Am I making the right choices? And Yeah. I can absolutely resonate with that. That and uh, Another way to put it probably, the question I ask myself, do I have what it takes as a woman? Am I beautiful enough? Am I good enough mum? Do, do I have what it takes? I think we all ask ourselves that question. Mm. And it's funny how you said I'm confident. Because <laughs> sometimes I feel like I'm not. <laughs> You but. do a good act then. <laughs> no, but I do think deep within you there is a peace and a settling, even though you do yeah. question it. Um, yeah. You've overcome a lot. Yeah. yeah. But it is my battle. Still it always battle. sometimes rears its ugly head. Definitely. I think yeah. we all battle still. Yeah. Pat? Um, I haven't really had many in my life. I've got two that I can think of, and they were mainly when I was younger. One of them was... It's not that big. It's not wasn't that big, but at the time it was, I guess. It was... Um, that's when I was younger, I used to be a bit, uh, I was quite plump, I guess. Um, <laughs> I should have got the photo up, I got a funny ass um, photo. Oh yeah, Facebook photo or something. Yeah, like when I was in a kid, um, school photo. Anyway, uh, I guess that was, it's funny now looking back, but um, back then I guess, I don't know, just wasn't really secure of myself, but. Yeah, it's good, Pat. That's right now. It's all good. But then my other one was, yeah, when Dad left, I guess he had to move. He moved, had to move to Queensland for a job. And then after that, he, my brother wasn't doing so well down here. So he took him and himself over to England and he got a job over there, which um, it wasn't as bad as him. Just if like, I know, because we, we still had a good relationship. We talked all the time and stuff. But um, yeah, it was still hard without him there. But I... Like Mum and Eddie and stuff, they were there, so it wasn't too bad. And um, yeah, yeah, it's good, good Pat. And you do touch on a significant point there. You felt you were overweight when you were younger, and um, just image is such an important thing for kids and the next generation to want to look, whether it's strong or slim, or and um, yeah, I think it's a battle point for many. Did you want to add anything, Josh, before I move on to the next question? Okay, so along in that vein, um, with those insecurities that you faced, and some of you might have touched on it a little, but how did you overcome them? Or, or you might still be battling them. How do you continue to overcome them each and every day? Um, for me, practically every day I know that my family loves me, and I do know that, that Jesus loves me for what he... And I, I do, at the risk of sounding so clichéd, but definitely not because, you know, you either believe the scriptures or, or not. And, and whatever, whatever God says about me, I choose to believe that. That's good. And um, which what that does to me is actually gives me greater confidence, confidence in approaching him, particularly when I know that I can just, he takes me just as I am. He accepts me just as I am, not when I clean my act up or anything like that or... Mm. Um, and, you know, some of you would know the, the journey we've had with our daughter with anorexia. And in those darkest times, uh, I could be myself um, with God, even cut loose with him because I didn't understand what he was allowing and what he was doing. And so that has helped me 
see that I can be brutally, like for a start, he knows every thought about everything about me, but I can, in my humanity, I can be brutally honest uh, with him and he doesn't reject me because of that. Mm. I've found incredible um, solace in paddle surfing. I've been surfing since I was 12, so that's a heck of a long time ago. But the last three years I've been surfing on a paddleboard and it, it's given me a lot of confidence because at my age, so I'm 56 like I said, but um, when I first started, so like I've been able to surf since I was 12 and, and you take on something new and you risk looking like a kook in front of your peers, you know, you're a, you're a total kook. Like you start to you paddleboard across the lake is like lame to me now because like you go out in the sea and it's just like... Turmoil. No, I'm not saying everyone paddles in the lakes lame. I still do. But, but you know what I mean? And so for me, it was like my peers watching. Guys knew that I could surf. And he was like master kook number one, just like face planting every five seconds. And so I went through this stage where it was just like, you're an idiot. Like, just stop now because, um, you know, he's making a go to yourself at your age. And I thought it's been really good for me to bust through that and yeah. be really confident. I surf really well on it now, and I, could, I would never be able to say that to you at one stage, but I'm, I know that I can, and I really love it, and I enjoy it, and I've had, it's been a real gift from God because as many times out there on the ocean alone, I've been able to vent, pour out my heart, cry. Sometimes mm-hmm. I even swore because I didn't know what was going on with my daughter. She was going to live or die. Mm-hmm. And it's been a real, it's been a real help to me. It's really helped me. You know, that communication with God, just being able to be brutally honest and, and it's given me a side thing that I do and enjoy and love and I get to do it with Kirsty too. She surfs as well and we have some great times together, don't we, love? And just mm-hmm. I'm so proud of her, you know, learning to do it as well. And, mm-hmm. But for me it was a real push getting through that um, confidence barrier and worrying what people thought, you know. And it's like, for goodness sake, everyone, wow. everyone who has ever done anything started yeah you know? so I, I got this stage where I thought I'm better off starting and having a go and just seeing if I can you know and it's actually developed a passion in me and I love talking to the older guys like myself who are out there cooking out you know falling off and I get to surf with Matt Potter who's like great <laughs> I just love surfing with Matt as I was saying to Ruth before because he's just such an encouragement every time I see him in the water we just have a ball and uh, yeah, so yeah, that's, that's awesome. some of the things that have been helped me. But all glory to God, honestly, yeah, I have to say that. And it's not cliched. It's yeah. great, Ryan. And it's such a good encouragement for us to not hold back from trying new things because it could be um, obviously something like you that brings freedom or something that we end up loving. Really cool. You, no, Eddie, how have you overcome those things? Yeah, um, well, just going back, you know, like. With no dad, no, it was hardly any guidance. I think the best thing that's ever happened to overcome stuff is when I, when I became a Christian, I had a church family, and I was under that covering, and surely, I guess, you know, things went wrong you know, like in my life. You know, I fell marriage, my first marriage, but, you know, but three beautiful kids of my own, four stepchildren later, but it's, it's a constant battle, you know, like... Um, how do you how do you come out of that? You know, from from a lack of guidance, a lack of yeah, and then come through, and then here I am. You know, I I would have to say it's not by my, mm. it's not me, because yeah. there's no way I could come through all that. Yeah, I am true. under a, an amazing covering, you know, and it's yeah. my church family, people out there. 
they keep praying, you know, for me and my family. And um, the other little things that go unseen, this, is, this blows me away. The little things that, that's, you know, Jesus, he, he, he was there, those unseen times for me. And, yeah, especially those really dark times. Yeah. Mm, yeah, it's really good, Eddie. Um, for me, it's um, probably been like an ongoing journey, but in the beginning it was um, learning the God truths about me and what God says about me and not what I say about me because yeah, sometimes you don't think very rationally when you are in a bad place. So it was um, learning. I had to learn them because I didn't know them. So learning them, discovering them, and um, then just applying it to my life. And it took ages, years. Yeah. Um, but now, as like an adult and when I am feeling insecure and feeling like I'm not good enough or I'm not doing a good enough job in whatever I'm doing, I know that I can return to that and that it always remains true. It doesn't matter what I'm feeling or what I'm thinking, but that's always truth and just speaking that out, my, out over my life. And um, also being vulnerable with God and being still and listening and letting him speak to me. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's really good, sir. Pat? Um, I guess how I overcome it, overcame it was, uh, I don't know, I, just, I never re- I've always been kind of good at like seeing situations and just kind of accepting it and not letting it get to me, I guess. Um, I also, when I was younger, I used to still do it now a bit, but um, I used to love to just immerse myself somewhere else, somewhere else like a TV show or something that just took my mind off this, my troubles here, and I just imagined a different world, I guess, I don't know, but um, that's one way, also church, coming to church, I've always came here, that definitely helped me, just knowing God was there, um, yeah, they're the main things that helped me, so yeah. It's good, Pat, and with um, how you said you were a bit overweight, how did you allow that not to, um, like, affect your day-to-day life? Could you just, like you said, put your trust in God and you could switch off or uh, was it a continual battle? Were you able to get past that and think it's my identity isn't in what I look like? I really remember, but I guess, um, I just, yeah, I just didn't let it get to me, I guess. Just focused on other stuff. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Thanks, Pat. So you kind of all have said, um, you might have answered this already, but um, do you have any other wisdom or encouragement for us here in the church um, in dealing with um, just insecurities in general, anything that you might say to someone who's struggling um, or struggling to find peace? Anything you would add to what you just said then? Yeah, one, um, <clears throat> one thing that, uh, that I've learnt too is... Um, I know it's hard sometimes when you're going through stuff, but if you can take your eyes off yourself and um, actually look for other people to, to give into, like to sow into either mm-hmm. verbally or get beside them, there's often always someone else going through something far worse. Yeah. And uh, I, I believe that, for me anyway, it has been when I've been able to not focus on either Emily or and the drama she's going through or stuff like that, I've actually been able to... Um, get beside people and actually be effective, be a minister to them, just out, even out of my brokenness. So, yeah, wow. I, I think um, I think sometimes, and I'm not saying that that's in, that's in every case. Like, there's definitely times that I've just totally smashed. I've got nothing left. Um, 
for mm. sure. But, yeah, I, I think, think sometimes if we keep an eye out, it's just easy. For, well, for me personally, it's easy for me to just get insular. I'll, I'll, I'll just go and be a hermit. I'll just hide, won't talk to anyone forever. Yeah. So I think it's good to actually, you know, even getting beside my elderly um, mum and her partner and, you know, take them out to dinner or whatever, like, and, and mm. make, you know, make their day kind of thing, you know, yeah. that sort of stuff. And, yeah, so shift maybe sometimes, maybe I can encourage you to shift your focus if, you, if you're going through a bit of boggy stuff. So. It's great advice, really good advice. Anybody else have anything to add? Josh, do you have anything to add? Yeah, I reckon that's just so true. If you can learn to, I know for me, if I've, as I've learned to take my eyes off my own situation, I then can really see, for me, that that situation's quite small in the grand scheme of things. But if we let our situation and our, immerse ourselves in our situation, it just gets bigger and then becomes harder to overcome. So I think that's such good advice to, to um, focus on others and, and so just be an encouragement to them and it kind of just puts our yeah. life into perspective and it's just, yeah, just no, really just, good advice. I just want to say, emphasise it in no way to um, dampen the gravity of anyone's situation at all. Mm. Uh, it's just that um, because, you know, we, uh, again, guys like Matt, you know, like, uh, he wouldn't know it, but, you know, just having a surf with him has ministered to me. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I don't mean to... to there's times when we are, yeah, that you will be empty and you just feel I've got nothing left to give. I've had plenty of those times. Mm. God is amazing, you know. You, just, you can have a conversation. You can, um, I, I've definitely felt some of those times when someone's randomly come up to me and we're just talking and then you find something they're going through and you get beside them kind of thing. It just shifts everything, eh? It just kind of changes the, the atmosphere or something like that. So, Absolutely. yeah, I don't, I don't want to lessen anyone's pain that they might be having for sure like it's real yeah it's good and make sure ron was always good when like you know when ron was going through a real hard time and he had nothing left because you'd tell us yeah that's right and then we're like all right we can get Get around you and we can do this for you and and we can be the strength in your life while you can't and i think that's so key as well if you're going through stuff don't do it alone um like and it's the message for this world at the moment like don't do it alone talk to people yeah. open up tell them how you're feeling because there's no shame you know when yeah. you've got nothing how are you going to get get yourself out of the hole that's yeah. through others and that and, and that's what yeah, the bible re- talks yeah. about one to another all yeah. the time yeah. yeah and yeah so yeah well in reality people don't often they don't know what you're going through yeah it's, and we, we sometimes we get offended because we think oh they should know but they don't because you haven't told them how dumb is that <laughs> <laughs> like so, just, yeah, you know, try, people you trust. I mean, you don't go and put it over Facebook and go, yeah, I'm so bleeding. <laughs> well, that's just dumb. But, yeah, you hear what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. good wisdom. Anything else to add from our panelists? Identity. I think the big thing here is knowing who we are. Yeah. If you know who you are. It's not just who you, know, who you are in this community, but who you are in, in, in Christ, in Jesus. Yeah, it's great. I think that's... It's weird because nothing else will fill that gap. And, you know, it's for all the single dads out there, you know. It sounds like a song, doesn't it? For all the single dads. It's hard being, you know, to go through that with your children. It's, a, yeah. it was, it's dark. It's a really awful time. And, um, but, but I think my church family, this place here, you know, it's like... It's awesome. Can I just read you one of my favourites? I think songs. 
Yeah, go we, for we it. We love our music here, as yeah. you can see. And, you know, Awesome Songs here has got me through a lot of, a lot of dark times. Yeah, Prince wow. of Peace is one of my favourites. You know, it's like knowing that someone's been there before. Yeah. It's not just me. Hey, like when someone's been there, even darker. And um, um, I just want to read you if I can find it. Here we go. This is um, just a chorus of this beautiful song called Prince of Peace. And it is that peace that we long for, all of us. Um, tearing through, tearing through the night, riding on the storm, staring down the light, my eyes found yours, shining like the sun, striding through my fear. And the Prince of Peace met me there. Mm. I mean, how many times has that happened, you know? Mm. Like, yeah... There's someone, there's something greater. It's awesome that we know this unreal, powerful God. And, um, yeah, I can go on and on, but, yeah. yeah. Be encouraged. Single dads, be encouraged, you know. You know, John, always an inspiration to hear, you know. Yeah. You've been through all that. You know, being in, in also in the blended family, it's hard, it's difficult. And, um, yeah, we can't do this on our own. We've got to do this together. Yeah, I like that line in the song where it says um, God broke through my fear or came through my fear whatever it said because so often I think we do try and do it in our own strength and think we have to get to a certain point before God will reach out but like Ron was saying when you've got nothing to give it's hard to reach out and I just think God completely comes to us in those times and it's not by our own might or strength it's definitely just by the grace of God um, <clears throat> did you have anything else to add Sarah or Pat otherwise we might wrap up I was just going to echo that. Mm. Don't do it alone. Make sure you reach out to people. But not everybody. <laughs> Don't reach out to everybody. Don't tell everybody on Facebook. Did you say that wrong? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make sure you have, like, um, good people that you trust and that you can share things with. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Because who knows, sometimes you tell people and they can make it worse. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, totally. tell the right people. Ask God for wisdom in that. Um, Pat, did you have anything to add? Cool. Is what I think we'll do now. It might be a little bit tricky, but I feel that we're not finished. I think that we are going to sing a song, which, like I said, could be a bit tricky, but we're going to get Ron to lead us in worship. And I just think, um, (laughs) speaking of overcoming, um, and I just think God is going to bring some peace into hearts. And we've spoken about it, but I just think God wants to finish it. And if there is any of you here who would actually just like prayer, one-on-one, God can speak to you in your seat. But if you'd like to come out, we'll get one of these guys to pray for you. So we need to stand up and get these chairs removed. Um, and did you all enjoy that? Was that helpful this morning? Yeah, great. Let's give our panel, yeah, let's give them a big hand. Just bear with us as we um, relocate everything. Thanks, team. Yeah, church, you can stand. Scotty, I'm yellow, just so you know. Cool. That was really cool. I hope that was helpful as the band gets ready. But um, my encouragement to each and every one of you is find those group of people in your life that you can trust, that you can share your life with where um, 